back to Broken Fuse Podcast. It's February the 18th, Saturday, February 18th, 2012. Uh, we have uh, Patria here uh, for the first time on our podcast. Hello. And we have uh, another regular back for this episode, John. Hey. And, yeah... And always here as usual, it's me, Marcus. Uh, yeah, let's get into what we usually do. Uh, what have you guys been uh, playing recently? Uh, I just actually finished playing Skyward Sword, and uh, I'm not really sure. I'm actually kind of kind of happy and excited for the new uh, Mass Effect 3 trailer. I was thinking of picking that up, but sadly I don't yet have an Xbox, so maybe that'll entice me to finally buy one. Oh yeah, Mass Effect 3. I've seen that trailer. Have you played uh, the other two? I've only played. Well, I've only gotten through one partially. I still haven't. I've I've two lying around somewhere. I've been more of the. I'm more into Gears, but definitely, yeah. Still haven't beaten Gears 3 though. Oh, what have you guys been playing? John. Uh. Let's see. Me, I've been playing Gears of War 3. I still have to beat that. Um, Warcraft 3. And recently I got back into Fire Emblem Radiant Dawn, which is the 10th one on the Wii. Uh, for me, I've been playing some Skyward Sword. Yeah, I know it's been a couple months and I still haven't finished it. <laughs> and I've been playing the hack out of uh, Tales of of the best on my 3DS, which is freaking awesome if you love RPGs. Yeah, I was thinking of picking that up. Now it's, I think I will. Yeah, it's if you've ever played any of the other Tales uh, games like Symphonia or uh, Vesperia that have come out in North America, it's worth your time picking it up. Even if you aren't, uh, haven't played uh, a Tales game before, it's definitely worth checking out. Yep, just like the Fire Emblem games. That's more or less my preferred RPG game, but ooh, that's something else. Yeah, uh, I guess we'll roll right into our news segment. Our first couple of news items are about uh, internet censorship. Uh, Sopa and Pippa in the States uh, is back in the back burner now after blackouts by Reddit. Wikipedia and uh, a lot of other sites as well, but uh, ACTA in the e- uh, European Union is a hell of a lot worse. Uh, what do you guys? Uh, what are you guys uh, take on these uh, censorship bills? Well, I personally think it's ridiculous. I mean, the fact that the internet has evolved to what it is today just seems kind of stupid to go ten steps backward and censor everything. Yeah, same here. Uh, it's uh, pretty, as you said, it's pretty ridiculous. Plus, like, it would uh, it would uh, affect all of the f- uh, freedom of speech that we have uh, in mm-hmm. many of the major first world countries. And, uh, and especially since a lot of the software where we do a lot of our media sharing, such as of. Uh, BitTorrent. Um, I can't remember. Well, BitTorrent is the main one I'm going to remember right now. 
a lot of those programs were just available free, and most of them are. Ah, I can't exactly remember it, but I don't know why. There's no point. In... It's just a ridiculous thing. Well, yeah. one thing yeah. one thing that I always liked about, um, you know, all these downloading sites and things like that, where there are a lot of programs out there that people want to learn how to use just to develop skills that are not accessible to you because they're expensive or you don't currently have a means to pay for it. So if anything, as far as I know, people who do go out of their way to download things like Photoshop or like even big name programs like Maya and eventually once they learn how to use it, get into a, a school or a program that teaches them more like detailed stuff they go out and they eventually do buy these programs but nobody's going to drop like a thousand dollars or two thousand dollars on something they don't even know how to use so i think if anything there is a positive side to this and maybe companies should look into a way of actually using it to benefit them just seems kind of it just seems like a set like a, a block in the road to just you know stop it and be like no that's it there's no more of that yeah that's that's exactly, that's why uh, programs like Microsoft Office offers like the 30, 30 day, day trials. Trial, and then you can pay like maybe 150 to actually get the full program. Right. And like even that. last year, even last year when I started my uh, year at university, they had a, they had a promotion where you can get the entire office for something like $40. This is dirt oh. cheap. And uh, back when I was uh, taking a photography program, uh, they had a student version of uh, Photoshop, and instead of paying maybe twelve hundred bucks, you're paying about maybe three hundred dollars for it, mm-hmm. which is a lot better than even though you can't upgrade to the next version, it's still a lot better than paying full price. Right. And I guess uh, if you guys don't have any other. Uh, comments on this topic will roll on to our next uh, thing is uh, Twitter is starting to censor their uh, people's uh, tweets in some countries as as we said earlier it can't it's uh, infringing on a lot of uh, rights even though they do tell you that they blocked it for a certain reason uh. do you have any more details on what particular content is being blocked or even how they're considering moderating this? Are these just like words that should come up in the search and then they'll just delete the tweet? Uh, they block it uh, depending on like the laws of certain countries. Mm-hmm. So uh, I, it's been a while since I've uh, looked it up, but I, I know that like maybe in like some places, maybe in the Middle East or something where mm-hmm. they will censor some stuff due to like religion or politics that would affect the regime in power it's kind of it's kind of like where china has like a few websites like youtube blog something along the lines of that it's just the government in general and things like that at least i think youtube is blocked in china but i'm not sure well i know facebook is great firewall of china (laughs) twitter's a block there as well but I've known uh, some people to uh, that have gone to great lengths to work around that firewall to access sites that isn't uh, allowed there. Hmm. Uh, 
yeah, I guess we'll move on to our next topic, which is uh, Microsoft is looking into a tablet controller similar to uh, what the Wii U has, but it's like uh, it literally looks like an iPad, and they're, there's rumors uh, that they're pricing around uh, 400 pounds, I think. So that convert uh, th- that converts to about uh, 600 uh, US dollars, which is mad expensive. I gotta admit, you. I gotta admit, something. Uh, people know that I'm into Microsoft more than anything, but even I think this is ridiculous. I mean, the whole look of it, the pricing is unappealing, at least. Well, it's for just, six hundred dollars, honestly, that's that's like the price of a whole new console. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, well. with, with a pretty, pretty solid game collection included. Yeah. yeah, you can you can get a 360 and a Connect for, for probably two fifty. I was gonna say three three fifty, but and throwing like maybe five games and that's like six hundred bucks. Yeah, so, you yeah. can yeah you can get the Connect for and the system for two fifty plus fifty dollar games on top. Yeah. Oh really? Last time I knew it was three hundred, but. That's good to know. Yeah, it's down to two fifty four. Well, it's the arcade version without a hard drive. Yeah, if you're looking at the elite model, then you're probably dropping at least two fifty on to three hundred on that. But yeah, still, that's a, still you can get like a sixty four gig uh, elite model on on the Xbox for half the price of a controller. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Is there any word on um, using the tablet controller to maybe unlock features of games or the console that you can't access otherwise? Uh, there hasn't been too much uh, details on it right at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, as uh, it's just uh, rumors right now that they're going, they're just testing the waters out, and yeah. I'm guessing that. that they're going to have some like uh, virtual real, like uh, augmented reality uh, games that are going to be. Using this tablet. Mm-hmm. Well, that's pretty cool, but I don't know if it's six hundred dollars worth of cool. I I tried reading more on this, and I couldn't even find too much on it. So it's still in those stages. That's all right. That's probably yeah. where the Wii U controller was a couple of. Back in E3. Yeah. So our next. Uh, Topic is uh, Soul Calibur Five just came out a couple weeks ago, and oh. there's been a couple of uh, character swaps. Uh, from what I've played through, uh, Sophia and Taki have been switched out with uh, two new characters. That's... Yeah, no, she's and Sophia, and those two have been in since the first one. But uh, gameplay wise, it's. Uh, it's very similar to uh, previous uh, titles in the franchise, and it's it's a ton of fun when you have a couple of other people over and you just uh, play around with it. Yeah. Mm. Uh, on the topic of fighters, uh, Street Fighter versus Tekken, uh, Mega Man and Pac Man have been confirmed for the PSV and. The PS Vita and the PS3 version of this game. 
Uh, the only problem is that some fans uh, are kind of have a gripe about uh, Mega Man looking a little old, uh, taking a beating due to old age kind of thing. <laughs> Was that intentional, or is this just... This is just what people are oh. saying about people. the character. I think it would be pretty hilarious if it was intentional. I mean, Mega Man is a pretty old franchise, right? Yeah. It would make uh, sense that he. It would make sense that he aged. Of course, Mega Man was first released in. Uh, I know this, eighty-eight or eighty-seven. So. So at about least, twenty at something least. years. Yeah. You would expect Mega Man to be at least thirty-five if he ages. <laughs> progressively like a, any other human. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure if Mega Man is completely even human. Yeah, you could argue that, though. Uh, yeah, uh, let's roll on to our next topic, which is uh, there's supposed to be a cross-platform play between the Vita and the PS3, which is uh, it's definitely great, because uh, from what I've heard, there's uh, some cross-platform... Uh, Stuff that you can do with uh, games like uh, Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom. Uh, so you can trade uh, downloadable content between those two systems. Uh, they kind of did the same thing between the PS2 and uh, PSP. So because through PSP you can unlock, unlock content on your PS2 games, which you couldn't do without it. So it's good that they're keeping that function in there. Yeah. Well, at least I know there was a few games. Yeah, and not to mention, uh, it supports uh, some PSP titles, and from uh, the video, the video footage I've seen so far, it it doesn't look uh, half bad, especially on that uh, OLED screen that the PS Vita has. Actually, on that note, have either of you picked up a Vita? I have not yet, but I'm planning mm-hmm. to pick one up once the memory cards come down in price because they're pretty. The memory cards are are the thing that are that are holding me back. Plus, yeah. the selection of games is uh, pretty paltry for w- what I'd like to play. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of turned off by the whole concept of the memory card. That's the one thing I'm. The one thing that keeps me from being a true Sony fangirl. First, it was the memory stick. What was it? The memory stick Pro Duo. Yeah. And you could only use it on Sony things. This is looking like they're going that same path. They haven't learned. No, at all. Yeah, you rather go, rather have them go in the format of an SD card, like. Yeah, everybody else has adopted it. I mean, you can even put in an SD card in the DSi and the 3DS. Yeah. Yeah. Even in some of uh, the newer Sony. Uh, Point and shoots are starting to adopt the SD card as an alternate format on top of mm-hmm. the Pro Duo, which kind of puzzles me why they haven't done the same for the PS Vita. No, I, I also think with the way the SD cards are going, particularly now we have those SD cards that read and write at like 30 megabytes a second, just seems that it would make more sense, right? You can yeah. read and write data a lot faster, take yep. advantage of this great piece of hardware. 
the SD cards are a lot cheaper than what you see there because you can also probably true. yeah yeah you can pick up probably what on um, 64 gig for 20 bucks or something I don't know uh, I could probably pick up a uh, 16 gig for uh 30 bucks on sale or something yeah. like that because I know I can usually because I don't usually get past eight gigs but yeah I'm not a photography person so I just use it for other purposes yeah, eight gigs you can find like cheap, like twenty twenty five bucks, easy. Yeah. yeah, just go to Canada Computers. Yeah, uh, yeah. Talking about uh, Nintendo's stuff, uh, the Wii U is uh, t- is supposed to support uh, NFC chips for micro purchases in game, and possibly uh, for other in game materials. Like if you have. Uh, if the game has like uh, AR cards or something, that you can uh, scan it and get uh, some kind of uh, bonus items or unlock a new character, which is I think a great idea. That's actually pretty neat. Anybody else have some thoughts on that? John? Oh, is this going to be like what Street Pass does on the 3DS? Something similar, but a little more. There's, it could be something like uh, your phone has an NFC chip, and you could have a Nintendo app that emits, uh, like, and you download a certain game data. Then you put your Wii U tablet over your phone, and you could uh, download a new character or a game, like mini game or something. That could happen. Ooh, to unlock fun. new stuff, so it is somewhat similar to Spot Pass or Street Pass. Ooh, sounds fun. Yeah, but it's all in the works. Yeah, and talking and on the topic of the the Wii U, there's a possible uh, change to the console name, so there isn't the same confusion for some of the less uh, involved. Uh, consumers like what they had with the DS and 3DS when the 3DS just came out a year ago. Mm, yeah, like that's about right. Yeah, there's not too much uh, to talk about on this uh, topic, I guess. Not yet, anyway. Yeah. yeah. That's all. Yeah. Production stage. And yeah. As we talked about uh, earlier uh, with what games we were playing, uh, Tales of the Best just came out in North America just uh, just under a week ago, which is uh, a great RPG to play if you, you like your not-as-linear uh, JRPGs. And as you know, I literally could not finish Final Fantasy thirteen because of the linearity that killed me yeah, that's uh, when it came out. That's why I say you go to Radiant Dawn. That's that's on. I say that's better than Final Fantasy Thirteen. Yeah. That's a couple of years old too. Yeah, Radiant it's, Dawn is two thousand eight. And uh, Tales of the Abyss is a a fast, pretty fast game uh, pace for an RPG game. And uh, it was originally released on the PS two back in oh five, but they've uh, done a bit of a tweaking for the 3DS version so there is the 3DS the 3D uh, layers to 
uh, the top screen at least. Do you know how many hours of gameplay are estimated in the game? I have no idea. I've played about five hours in and I, I think I just scratched the surface. Wow. Yeah, yeah, that's why I was asking. It would be kind of amazing if it was in that area. Yeah, uh, I've played other Tales games and they I usually clock somewhere between 40 and 60 hours on those games. So I'm guessing this one's in that ballpark as well. Nice. Because on an average Fire Emblem game, I could probably beat it in about maybe 30 to 40 hours, but that's a different series. Yeah. Talking about a different series, uh, for the NES uh, Super Mario Bros. download for the 3DS, it is now available for non-ambassadors. Oh, yay. Yeah, I can't remember the price, but uh, I think it's either five or seven bucks, ish. Yeah. Don't quote me on it, but it's in that uh, ballpark as well. Oh, if I had my 3DS on me, I could probably give it to you, but I don't. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's all right. Uh, and uh, talking about uh, downloadable games, there's uh, DLC updates for some of the games that have been previously uh, available. Uh, a lot of the GB game, like GBA games and uh, the Ambassador games uh, have updates through the eShop now. So uh, you'd have to go back to your uh, previously purchased uh, games and go through all the games that uh, have been updated. And you can uh, download them through SpotPass if you just close the top, if you choose to download later. Do you have a list of those games, or just most of them? Uh, I I can't remember. I'd have to check uh, somewhere else. I I downloaded some of them and forgot to uh, post them up. Hmm. And it was only ten games in the ambassador program, so I'm sure it can't be that many. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, uh, if you guys haven't heard, uh, Assassin's Creed uh, 3 is heading to the Wii U as well. It's a, it's a pretty good franchise. I haven't gotten into it myself, but I've heard good things about uh, Assassin's Creed. Assassin's Creed Revelation, that's a good one. I don't know if you have played it on the 360. Uh, yeah, I haven't just yet, but uh probably will get around to uh, those games uh, pretty soon. Well, it's a nice, it's yeah. it's a good franchise in that it has a really rich plot. Like, it's actually quite, it's actually used history, like actual history in it. It's entwined it quite nicely. Yeah. Yeah, I actually haven't, I actually haven't played anything other than Revelations and a little bit of Brotherhood, but it's, for what I've seen, it's, it's actually pretty good. Because uh, I think it's because I believe Brotherhood and Revelations is kind of based on the Renaissance era, if I remember, or something along the lines of that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Do you guys have anything else on uh, 
Assassin's Creed franchise? Not at the moment, no. Uh, I guess we'll move on to our discussion, which is uh, what characters would you uh, like to see in this Super Smash Bros. Uh, Wii U? And uh, like characters that we may not have seen in the past or have been uh, phased out. Uh, we can include both first and uh, third party characters. So, uh, you guys want to start off? Well, I would really, really like to see Snake come back. Yeah. For sure. Maybe I even... Have... Not that I'm impartial against Ike, but I kind of preferred Roy. Yeah, other characters that I'd like to see back in there are like Mewtwo, which, which is a pretty awesome character. Yeah. Speaking of Mewtwo, um, I don't know if you guys have noticed or mentioned this, but uh, for those who are still playing Pokemon Black and White, you can actually get Mewtwo now on uh, Mystery Gift. Nice. Forgot over, to put that Wi-Fi. in. Yeah, I forgot to put that in. It was uh, something that I totally blew over my head. I read it somewhere in it. Forgot to put that in. Oh. I think I read it on IGN. Nice. You gotta get on to that uh, sometime right after I we finish the podcast night. <laughs> Edit it. Another um, character, maybe Meta Knight. I don't know. It would be pretty yeah. neat to have Meta Knight. Uh, yeah, think... we did have Meta Knight in uh, Brawl. Yeah, it would be nice to have him again. I don't know. Some people are are torn about Meta Knight being in the game or not. Why is that? But it's just the, the whole controversy with Midnight. People find him a little bit, to put it cheap, because his moves are repetitive and all you have to do is spam his moves and win with him. People say it's too easy to play as Midnight, even though he is, was the top tier character of Brawl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I like to see. Fox come back because he was so nerfed in Brawl. Yeah, uh, other characters that I'd like to see uh, come in on uh, on Smash Bros would be uh, what is that character again? Dang it! Uh, would be I think Frick, it just slipped my tongue. It's on the tip of my tongue. Uh, you can come back to me. In the sack, on the, if there's any other characters uh, you guys want to see. I'm trying to think of the... Does anybody know the game Infamous? Uh, yeah. yeah. The, the superhero character like guy from that one can play both as the good guy and the evil guy. Yeah. Yeah, he'll be fun. I forget his name. But... Well, it would be interesting to see how they would incorporate that. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. For that's the character I was uh, trying to remember. Uh, Minna. That would be an awesome character to have. Midna. From uh, Twilight Princess. No, I totally oh. agree. I love Midna. Yeah, that's the one character. Yeah, that's the one character that uh, everyone was uh, clamoring for in uh, 
brawl because they. Actually, I think and if James were here, he would probably say Lynn from Fire Emblem. Uh, he was a little bit disappointed that she was only a statue in uh, Brawl. Yeah. Oh, the character from Infamous, not was his name Cole, I think? Yeah, Cole. yeah, it was Cole. 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 Yeah, Cole. That's it. It just slipped my tongue, I didn't know what his name was. But, what are we talking about, in the original form or in the transformed form? Well, there's I mean, always this mash ball that made its debut in a brawl that he can, in his uh, super form or something, when he gets it. It'd be interesting to incorporate in a fun thing. It'd be also uh, pretty neat if uh, they uh, somehow uh, brought in the, the Lord Gurum or something from uh, Skyward Sword. Mm-hmm. Be a pretty neat uh, one-off uh, boss battle or uh, table character. Yeah, I'm too pumped to think about Fire Emblem right now. I'm probably gonna call away too many characters from me. Uh, yeah, I'm sure that there's a whole slew of characters that should have been in Brawl but weren't. But. Yeah, it's really up to Nintendo to really decide who gets in, who's not. Uh, are there any other topics you guys want to talk about? Um, not in particular. Um, I probably have oh, something. Oh, Speaking of Final Fantasy XIII, Marcus, have you played, um, have you played the, I think it's a sequel, it's thirteen two, yes? It just came out, like, two weeks, two or three weeks ago. I was gonna pick it up, but I have a huge backlog, which I wanna yeah. get through first. Well, word on the internet, it says that, um, it's a substantial improvement over thirteen, but yeah. I have yet to personally see if it is. Yeah, I've heard from uh, a couple of people that I know through Twitter that it's a lot better, but I'm still kind of apprehensive after uh, 13. Yeah, I'm cautiously optimistic about where 13 could yeah. have gone after that mess. Yeah, and they still need to bring us uh, Agito and uh, Versus 13. Mm-hmm. It's been in uh, production for so many years I don't even remember. So, uh, is there anything else, John? Wasn't there something in the news about a Metal Gear Solid game? Uh, right, yes. uh, Yeah, I remember reading something about that, I just can't remember what it was. Uh, it's probably Rising. Rising, I think, is scheduled to be released pretty soon. Yeah. Yeah. Also, uh, there's a Metal Gear Solid remake coming to the 3DS. Does anyone know yes. about that? I think it's, uh, Snake Eater. Right. Should be coming out uh, later this year, if I remember correctly. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that one for sure. Yeah. yeah we, were, we already mentioned uh, Mass Effect 3 coming out. Yeah. A couple of weeks ago. I still know. 
I still gotta get through Gears of War 3, so I'm way too long. I might pick, I might go, I might get on Mass Effect because what I've seen it looks good. Well, yeah, I don't think we've uh, mentioned this uh, in previous podcasts, but uh, Nintendo is uh, in making a 3DS exclusive for uh, Zelda. There's a new uh, Zelda game for uh, the 3DS uh, that they're, they've already started, uh, I think about two or three months ago, uh, somebody mentioned that on the interwebs. Did they mention uh, if it would follow the storyline of Skyward Sword, or...? That's up in the air, okay. knowing Miyamoto. Yeah. It'll take yeah, another three years for it to come out. <laughs> I'm really hoping it's a Wind Waker-esque game. Yeah, and talking about uh, Zelda, I finally got the Hyrule Historia in the mail about a week ago. It looks amazing. Nice. It's like chock full of uh, concept art uh, and a lot of uh, history of the game. The only problem is I can't read Japanese right now. It's alright, I have a dictionary I'll lend you. <laughs> you can work your way through it page by page. Yeah. And I think I'm gonna mention at least I don't know about maybe five, four or five years at least they have a new Farmland game coming to the main series and not a remake. The only yeah. downside about it is that there is no mention on the North American base release. Yeah, that's Nintendo for you. They don't give you anything until they're ready for it. I don't Has know. anybody seen the uh, trailer for the Final Fantasy? I think it was the Theater Rhythm for the 3DS. I've heard of it, but I have not had the time to check it out. Well, have if you've played Rhythm Heaven, it's yeah. kind of like Final Fantasy meets Rhythm Heaven. You nice. basically do combos by dancing along to Final Fantasy soundtrack music. Nice. It's pretty neat. Uh, I don't know what to say. <laughs> yeah, it's it's new for Nintendo, I guess. Well, for Square, anyway. Yeah. And from what I've heard, uh, from Square at least, uh, Kingdom Hearts uh, Dream Drop Distance, they're already working on the voiceover, so that's definitely uh, a great news for any uh, Kingdom Hearts fans. Oh, Kingdom Hearts game. I love that series. Ever since I've been playing it on the PS2. And, it's come a long way, for sure. Yeah. And before I forget... Uh, four Swords on uh, DSi and 3DS eShop. You, you have until February 20th, which is uh, about two days from now, from when we recorded, to download it before it's uh, gonna cost you some moolah. Oh, I got that on the first day Yeah, it's like most of us got it within the first week it uh, launched. Actually, it should be. Actually, sounding interesting to play a Kingdom Hearts game on the 3DS. I wonder how the 3DS can work for that. Because I've been used to it on a home console, such as the PS2 and the PS3. Yeah. Well, the PS3 has still hasn't had its uh, Kingdom Hearts game, which is Sorry, frankly PS3. pretty odd to me. Yeah. Because I've been 
I believe one, one and two are on the PS2. One and two, I think there's another one. It's like, can't remember which one it was, but there's, I think there's three of them that are on the PS2. There's been, Birth by Sleep is on PSP. I think 358 uh, over two days is on 3DS. No, it's just DS. No, yeah, DS. That's what I meant. I think there might have been another one, but I can't remember. There was uh, one for the uh, Game Boy Advance. That might be Birth by Sleep, I'm not sure. No, or Birth by Sleep was for PSP and just came out, I think, a year or two ago. Uh, well, there was... It was Chain, Chain of, of Memories. Memories. Yeah, that was the GBA one. Yeah, that's it. Oh, I thought you said uh, GameCube. Sorry. No, no. <laughs> I don't think that one I heard. Because most of them are Sony, other than uh, Kingdom Hearts 3. I don't even know when that one's going to Yeah, knowing Square, it's going to take another five years. There's been an announcement about three, but who knows where it's going to go. It's not going to mention them. Anymore. That's because they're working on job test distance. But I highly doubt there was a North American state release known in Japan or Square. I always assumed the third installment would actually be for PS3. But who knows, it might even be for its successor. Well, well there are three, I remember reading an announcement on three, maybe a couple months ago, but not much on it. I don't even know what system it's on, because two is actually, uh, I can't remember when two was released, but that was the PS2 title. Yeah. That was probably 2005, if I remember, 2006. So yeah, it's, it's been a while since there's been a main console Kingdom Hearts game. Yeah, it's been way too long since it's been on yeah, a I, home console. Yeah, because I guess 2 was on the PS2 probably 2005, 2006. So I would have expected 3 by 2010 on like the PS3, but who knows. Yeah. Well, we've had DS releases in 3DS. Yeah, uh, I guess that pretty much wraps up our podcast. Uh, I guess uh, you can visit us on our site at brokenfuse.com and you can follow us on Twitter at broken underscore fuse. Uh, I know John's on Twitter. You can follow him at uh, NeoGeo84. Uh, Petri, I'm not sure if uh, you're on Twitter or not. No, I'm not on Twitter. Uh, I'm protesting Twitter, <laughs> especially now. Yeah. Man, to be fair, I'm barely on there. I just randomly tweet stuff. Yeah. And uh, you can follow me at uh, Various, V E R I U S. And that is the end of our episode 33. We will see you next time. Whenever that is. Yeah. Oh, no, not. Maybe two, two or three months down the road. No, hopefully sooner than that. Yeah, actually, probably. Uh, last, our last podcast was probably. Uh, yeah.
Vegan, but now you will be gone. Vegan. 